Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Friday, August 4th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. The European Union has imposed sanctions on several Belarus officials and entities over a crackdown on anti-government activists and support for Russia's war on Ukraine. The EU has frozen the assets of state oil and chemicals giant Belneftakim, which it says benefits from President Alexander Lukashenko's regime. Since Lukashenko was returned to power three years ago, the EU has now imposed restrictive measures on over 230 people and almost 40 entities. Following the election, Belarus was swept by massive protests, and authorities responded with a brutal crackdown. In other news, the EU's foreign policy chief has written to G20 ministers, urging them to help persuade Vladimir Putin to reopen the main export route for Ukraine grain to countries in Africa and the Middle East. According to Joseph Borrell, Russia's decision to walk out of the Black Sea Grain Initiative last month is risking the lives of children and others in war-torn countries and conflict zones. The EU hopes the letter can leverage the influence of countries that maintain communication channels with the Kremlin, including Turkey, to try to persuade Putin to return to talks. Meanwhile, a Latino ex-football player who played on the Northwestern University team from 2005 to 2008 has filed a lawsuit against the university for allegedly hazing his 17th birthday. The hazing involved upperclassmen shaving Cinco de Mayo numbers on the back of his head while other members watched. The university is investigating claims that the head coach witnessed the hazing firsthand but did nothing to stop it. The university has faced allegations of fostering a racist and sexually abusive environment. Next, Greenpeace UK has released a photograph of four protesters scaling the roof of Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's home in North Yorkshire. The incursion by opponents of oil drilling raised concerns about the security of the British leader and his family. The four protesters were eventually arrested after spending several hours on the roof. Conservative lawmakers condemned the episode and said that the demonstrators had gone too far. The protest raised concerns over the safety of Mr. Sunak, as the Prime Minister receives an additional layer of police officers. In other news, a Syrian national accused of crimes against humanity and war crimes through torture and enslavement has been arrested in Germany. The suspect was a leader of a so-called Shabiha militia, that assisted the government of President Bashar al-Assad in its deadly crackdown in the wake of a popular uprising in 2011. Germany has taken a pioneering role in prosecuting Syrian war criminals under universal jurisdiction laws. The Assad government denies accusations of having tortured prisoners. Meanwhile, a group of young German tourists have been accused of toppling a 150-year-old Italian statue at a villa in northern Italy. The group climbed into a fountain to hug the work Domina by the artist Enrico Butti and pushed it with a stick before the statue crashed to the ground. The statue was valued at around 200,000 euros. The group has left Italy since the incident on Monday, and the statue would be hard to repair due to additional damage to the tiles in the fountain. 
Also, Saudi Arabia has announced that it will extend its unilateral production cut of 1 million barrels of oil a day through the end of September in an effort to boost energy prices. The reduction comes as other OPEC Plus producers have agreed to extend earlier production cuts through next year. The move was widely expected by analysts, as a series of production cuts over the past year has failed to substantially boost prices due to weakened demand from China and tighter monetary policy aimed at combating inflation. Next, at least 13 people were injured in South Korea on Thursday when a man rammed a car onto a sidewalk and then began stabbing people near a subway station in the city of Xiongnam. At least nine people were stabbed and four others were injured by the vehicle. Police did not confirm whether any were in serious condition. Lastly, Zimbabwe's main opposition party claims that one of its supporters was beaten and stoned to death while on his way to a political rally. The party offered no evidence to support its claim, and police said that an incident of public violence had left one person dead as a result of the clashes, but did not refer to the victim's political affiliation. There have been accusations that the administration of President Emerson Manangagwa is using violence and intimidation to crack down on its political rivals. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily science news and daily lifestyle news. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.